Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. While there is technically no swearing at Winding Circle Temple, we do occasionally swear at the Reading Circle Temple. So if you are listening in a place or with a person that doesn't do swear words, you may want to find another time to listen. This has been your Obscenity Warning. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Brittany. And today we are talking about Chapter 1 of Sandry's book. So curl up with your cup of coffee, or tea, or your drink of choice, and let's begin. First, we need to recap the chapter. Introducing the core characters in the book. and the... Yeah, so we have Sandry, Triss, Daja, and Briar. So it starts with Sandry. She's locked in this dark room, and she's afraid because it's dark, and nobody's going to come find her because there's a mob outside, and everybody has smallpox. Yeah, her nurse locked her in there, and then... Uh... That nurse got murdered, and she's the only one that knew that Sandry was in there. And then Daja has been on a ship with her family, and her ship just sank. Her whole family died, and she's the only one alive. And Briar uh, just got caught stealing stuff for the third time. Yes. And he's uh, gonna go sent, get sent to the docks. He he was named Roach, and uh, they oh, did not right. yeah they didn't want to, want to put Roach on his paperwork, so they let him pick his own name. So he had, so he had to get a new name. Yeah, as he saw those little cuts on his hands, he's like, "What is the plant that has like all the thorns that'll tear chunks out of you?" So uh, they're like a rose or a briar. He's like, "I like briar. Let's go with briar." And then Triss is at a one of the she's at Stone Temple. Everybody thinks she's weird. And they're all talking bad about her. And Trist overhears all of this and uh, makes a storm happen in her dorm, I guess. So they try to get rid of her, just yeah. like everybody else. It's, they walked into a room and there was stuff everywhere except for her bunk. And they're like, mm, she's the culprit. Let's get rid of her. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start... With our three-step reading process, we're going to start reading as a novice. So this is where we talk about what did we like or not like about the story. So, Brittany, what stood out to you in this chapter? The person that saved him was the same person uh, for all of them. Uh, what was his name again? Nico. Nico. And that was his nickname. What's his actual name? It's like Some- Nicholas 
it's, Goldeneye. It's Nicklaren or Nicklaron. I'm not actually sure how like they pronounce it. Nicklaren, I I would assume. We're going with Nicklaren. Nicklaren. Nicklaren Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Is it Goldeneye or Goldeneye? No, it's Goldeneye. Nicklaren Goldeneye. That's what we're gonna call him. Nicklaren Goldeneye. And he's he's kind of an old man. They described him as in his fifties with the dark hair with a little bit of silver in it. It's really long. I, I like him. Uh, what stands out to me so far is a lot of the writing. Like, I just think Pierce has really good words. Like, she's very descriptive. There's this part where Sandry is trying to braid light into thread. And so she has three threads. And it says, the green thread wrapped around her fingers like a strangling vine. The gray slithered to the floor like a snake. And the red tangled with itself. And I just like how, like, the colors get connected to what happens to them mm-hmm. i just thought that was like really sharp writing and then daja i love daja's opening because daja has very dark skin and she wakes up and she's, she's white like, and she's like somebody turned me from a brown trader to a white trader what why? evil person did why this why would they do that yeah. <laughs> yeah that opening always stood out to me yeah anything else that really jumps out at you as storytelling or like scenes that you really like i like that the moss that briar found kept growing the three different times that he was there first it was like a little patch and then it turned into like a couch and then it was big enough for him to like have a big bed and then his his crew had little pillows too and so i i like the growing moss he kept going back and thinking about it whenever he was getting judged i like how he was uh describing the green of the plants too. Uh, he said, give him a green like that from a living plant over the light that danced in emeralds. That was a hard color. The moss glow was soft. I like that. That was a nice description. And that's really interesting because he's a thief. Mm-hmm. So like you think that like, you know, I want emeralds. That's worth money. I'm going to steal some money. No, he wants a green plant over green emeralds any day. I don't know. I guess I empathize with Briar because he really likes plants but he's like afraid for anyone else to find out yeah that he likes plants because he would give like rations of his water to the plant and he's like i don't mind being nice to a living thing but if i get caught then uh then that's when he had the problem because his his crew will make fun of him for it he's like he didn't mind being good to growing things but he did object when others made fun of him for doing it so I love that we have, like, a male character who is really interested in something that is traditionally feminine. Mm-hmm. And then, as we will find out with Daja, we also have a female character who is interest- really interested in something that's traditionally masculine. Yes, so. which is awesome. Swapping those roles there. Well, actually, so, interesting fact. I hear that the reason that she wrote these books was because she heard that... In fantasy novels, there's usually a three-to-one male-to-female ratio. So she was like, I'm going to switch it. Three girls and one boy. So we have three girls and one boy. That's awesome. Which brings me great joy when Briar has to move in with a whole bunch of girls. Yes. (laughs) But that's in chapter three. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Part two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we pull out themes or like what what do we think the message of this story is, of this chapter. So the theme or the message that jumps out for me is... I kind of want to say faith, though I'm not sure if that's quite the right word. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, uh, no matter what hard place that you're in, there's always something there that can possibly, if you believe in yourself or believe, something will happen. Because, like in Sandry's case, she didn't think that uh, anyone would ever find her because the only person that knew she was there was murdered. So she's like, I'm going to, they'll, they'll never find me. <laughs> I'll, I'll go crazy when they come to rescue me. I'll be raving mad. And, and she does get rescued eventually. And that's how I feel the all the time, too. So <laughs> I have then, to remember that. And then in Daj's case, she's a castaway on just a little piece of wood. And she she uh, prays to her God saying, I, I'm, I'll prove that I'm something if you just rescue me. And then as soon as she makes that prayer, she's rescued. Oh, yeah, I didn't even, because, like, I was thinking faith in this, like, kind of the sense of not giving up, because, like, mm-hmm. Sandry, she's like, oh, I I don't have any magic, but I'm still going to try to pull light into this thread. There's nothing to lose um, here. Yeah, she keeps saying there's nothing to lose, there's nothing to lose. Daja, the same way with sort of summoning the Suraku, like, 
she has no reason to believe that she'll be able to like get it closer to her but she just reaches out and she tries to bring it closer to her and like she wiggles her fingers and she just wiggles her fingers and then it, it comes to her she was like seeing things but i really like that you noticed that there's also like an actual element of faith like Daja is praying to her gods about this. Yeah, she says, I don't look like much now, she told them. Uh, her voice only a thin croak, but I'm a better deal than you think. I'm strong. I know most demons not. That may be the pin sh- sheep shank, but I'll work on that. She bit her lip and didn't dare cry. It would mean losing water. Her nostrils flared. The wind blew as the trench uh, she was in rose, flowed, uh, rose and flattened. New smells drifted into her nose. Breathing deep, she recognized the dull odor of brass writing on the back of the deep rusty tank of iron. Metal meant people. So the ship approached. Right after she was done praying, though. So Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've probably made those prayers before. <laughs> but I don't know if I do a very good job of like keeping up with them. Yeah, like, I promise I'll do this and like, if you do this and then you get it. And you're like, eh, it was a coincidence. Yeah, um, have you ever seen... Um, Ladyhawk, there's a scene really close to the beginning where one of the main characters is like, God, if you do this for me, then I'll do this other thing. And then I think afterward, he's like, ah, let's admit it. We both knew I wasn't going to keep that promise. (laughs) But Daja, like, has so much faith that she might actually do that. Further into the book, though, (laughs) she is exiled, basically, and she's not going to be able to be a traitor anymore. That's true. So she she may not look like much to be able to be a traitor, but now she's not going to be a traitor. She's going to do something else. So, I mean... That's what I think is really interesting about that scene, because there's also a line about uh, how the gods had chosen her only to be spared. Mm-hmm. And as we know from having read the rest of the book. Yeah. Really great things are going to become of her. Yes. I love Dasha. She's my favorite. (laughs) So then the question is, do we see that same faith in Triss's and Briar's stories? For Briar and Triss, I don't think so. Uh, Briar, uh, he is for himself and for himself only, I feel. And I think at this point, he's kind of lost faith. He he knows, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get sent to the docks or the mines or somewhere else. I, have, uh, I already have two X's on my hands. The third time, I'm, I'm going to be out doing something else. And he even told his plant, uh, there's no hope for me. I'm not coming back. So I'm going to be sent somewhere else. So I feel like he's lost my faith. And I feel the same way about Tris, too. Like, everyone keeps getting rid of her. They feel like... She's been tested to see if she has any magical properties, and they're like, nope, she doesn't have a look of it, and so they think that she's possessed by a ghost or a spirit or something, and they, her own parents dropped her off at the place that she's at now. Uh, they, they didn't want to see her anymore, so she, she felt like nobody wants to be anywhere near her anymore, because when Nick Laren Goldeye picks her up, um, he's like, I would be happy to take you. She tells him, um, oh, you'll change your mind before long, she retorted, everyone does. So I, I feel like she doesn't have much faith at this point either, because nobody else has faith in her either. So everyone gives up on her. And even when he asks her if she has, she, he's like, oh, you've been tested for magic? 
and she's like why are you asking me this like you were just told that I was tested for magic I have no magic yeah and so like every time the question of magic comes up she's just like nope 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 well why does this keep why do you keep talking about this like we've already covered this I'm just a crazy person Uh, like everyone says I think that's so devastating that like she's had so many people cast her out that Mm -hmm. she actually completely believes that she is possessed or something's wrong with her yeah which is very saddening the place that i see i don't know faith is exactly the right word but like determination maybe Mm -hmm. in briar's story briar's section is actually the moss Mm -hmm. because the moss keeps getting bigger and it's living in this kind of awful place like it's in a jail but it just keeps growing and like like it knows briar's gonna come back and yeah like but be its that, friend that kid's gonna fuck up again i better be here for him when he's when he's ready for me and i also like because i think about obviously it hasn't said this yet but we know that briar has plant magic and so i wonder like how does this moss like react when he's there? Because plants later in the book are just like, oh my gosh, you're like you're like a second son. We have to be near you. <laughs> After have reading this book, I'm kind of sad that he didn't take like a portion of the moss with him. Because later in the book, he he steals plants a bunch. So, I, so I, I feel like if he would have known that he would have been able to go to the temple, he would have brought a piece with him, but he thought he was going to go to the docks or the mines or wherever else. That's going to be taken from me. And now that he knows that he's going to the temple, I bet he's kicking himself like, man, I wish I would have took a piece of that with me because that was basically like his guardian angel type of thing, I guess. Yeah, it kind so, of was. I bet he's wishing that he would have took a piece of that with him now. What I want to know about Briar is... He, how do I phrase this? When Nico comes to get Briar, he's like, oh, I'll bring him back. But Briar is thinking, oh, well, I'll, I'll run away. Maybe I'll, I'll run away before I get there. Yeah. Or I'll, it'll be easy to run away after I get to the temple. But I want to know if, if he's just telling himself this. I feel like in most cases, like the other people that he's been around, he's been able to escape real easily. But, like, the stairs from Nick, Nico, what's his name? Nico, uh, he's like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to get away from this guy. So maybe when he's not around, I'll be able to escape. But then he, he realizes how much of a benefit the place is going to be, I guess. I don't, I don't know. At this point, he thinks he's going to be able to escape. But I guess I guess this is the moment where like he's starting to maybe get some some level of hope back. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, maybe I won't get stuck in the box all my life. Yeah. And he even uh, thinks to himself that uh, this place is up north, and uh, it'll be. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, Emelon's up north, and it'll be like a whole new, it'll be new territory. Yeah. So and there he thinks that he'll be able to like escape and become like a leader or something up there or i also forget that he gets exiled from sotat like yeah they're okay uh you've stolen stuff three times you can go to the docks or you can just leave our country and And never never come come back back. i want to find out more about mclaren too because at this point they tell nick mclaren tells him to cut him loose and they tell him uh, your pardon, sir, but you don't know what he's been like, what he's like. 
Uh, he's born and bred to vice, and he uh, catches the man in his eyes and is like, are those remarks addressed to me? And then the so, room gets colder. Yeah. So, like, I want to know more about Nick Laren's past for the, him to be like, is that towards me? So was he like a little peep boy that got oh, a second really chance? that's really interesting. Maybe. Why would he say that if he's a master right now? So like. Yeah, I know we are gonna see some of the past of the teachers in the future. Nice. I'm excited um, for that. I don't remember how much we get to see of Nico or what we learn about him, but I know we're gonna run into stuff like that with some awesome. of the adults in the book. Our last part of our three-step reading process is to read like a mage because in the story, magic and craftsmanship are often go hand in hand. So this is kind of about like finding something in the story that you can sort of apply to your own craftsmanship or your own magic that you work in your life. Um, so I can say like my favorite line in this book or in this chapter is after Triss like makes the storm again and Nico comes out and she says, it's rude to stare. And I'm like, I don't know how I can like apply this to my life because she's just full of anger. And I guess I'm full of anger all the time too. So I totally relate to Triss. I guess the way I can apply that to my life is to like think of myself rather than thinking of myself from Triss's point of view to think of myself from Nico's point of view. And to remember that, like, sometimes small actions that we have can hurt other people's feelings just because we don't know that much about them. My favorite line in this book, in this chapter, <laughs> is whenever Sandry is locked in her little room and uh, she's, she tells herself, I'm no mage, I'm just a noble girl, good for naught. But to be waited on to, and to marry, good for not. That's me. That doesn't really apply to me, but I find it funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I was just about to ask you why you find it funny. I don't know. I just find it hilarious. She finds herself not to be worth much. Uh, she's noble. Most people would assume that being noble, obviously, you have some worth. And her maid tell, tells her that she's not good for anything, basically. And since she's locked away in this little room, she's gonna have to try to be worth something. And uh, she does her little braids, puts light into the room, and she's like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. So I feel like that helps her grow some, and some people can look at that and be like, I'm not good for anything, and then look at that and be like, oh, I'm gonna try to do something anyway, even though I'm not good for anything, and attempts to do something and then sometimes you might surprise yourself and be like oh did i know i could do that that that's awesome i i can actually do that i like this idea of what other people find valuable in us is not always what we find valuable in ourselves that's true and we have to be able to find value in ourselves <laughs> to actually be valuable mm -hmm. so like you said Sandry's a noble, so other people are like, oh, she's certainly very wealthy and has a lot of power, but she herself doesn't find any of that valuable. Yeah, like you said, uh, most people would assume that she has this money and has a lot of power, and then 
you see her be powerless, locked into this tiny little room in the dark, and she thinks she's gonna go mad, and she has no power whatsoever being locked away like that. So she loses all of her power. So have you had experiences like that in your life? As a child, I guess, like, lose all power, because obviously you have to listen to authoritative figures. Not really recent, though. <laughs> because because you found your power. Yeah, because I'm an adult now. Let's do an excerpt from chapter two. What part do we like in chapter two? Oh, I know what part I like in chapter two. Your name is marked in the books of our people, the chief judge continued. You are forbidden to speak, touch, or write to traitors. This is to protect them from you. If you do not wish others to catch your bad luck, do the right thing. Stay away from them. The woman with the logbook inked the tip of her brush and began to write, putting down Daja's new status for all traitors to know. You don't have to do this, Nico protested to the judges. You have rights to cleanse her luck, rights to make an orphan newborn to a new family, blameless of everything that has gone before. The mamander tucked yellow-gloved hands into wide yellow sleeves. Daja could just barely see eyes behind the thin saffron veil. We made this choice after taking the omens. I placed sacred oil and my own blood on a hot brass dish and read the signs for her future. Her fate is to be Trangxi. There is nothing you can say that will change that. Nick Laron Goldeye. So stay tuned next week. Chapter yeah. two. And Brittany. You can find us at readingcircletemple.com or send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find them on Tumblr at Yellow is for Happy Draws or on Instagram at Shannon and Draws. Also, thank you to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. Find more of Thomas Dick's music on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing the Circle of Magic. And thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. Yay for being adults. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 